Spencer. Yeah. What? What? Spencer, please. I, I don't understand. You just burst through the door. What? What's going on? I figured it out. It's Groundhog Day. I'm on my 800,000th loop, and I figured out what the issue is. Groundhog Day. That's the one. You're talking about the Bill Murray time loop movie, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you didn't mean like another. It's not. It's not important. What? What's? What's so important? We forgot to record the podcast this week. If we don't record it now, I'll keep living through the same day over and over until I. I don't know. I sleep with uh, Andy Driscoll. Who? Who played the woman in that movie? Uh, Julia Dreyfus. No. It definitely was it's not, not her, Julia right? Louise Dreyfus. Uh, was it Richard Dreyfus? <laughs> it was Richard Dreyfus. You're correct. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to One Shot, One Quill, a podcast where we uh, do tabletop RPG brainstorming, but that's Ben's job to say so. I'm Spencer. That's Ben. Ben, take it away. Uh, it's Andy McDowell, by the way. That's uh, Andy Circus. <laughs> Andy Circus. This show is a tabletop RPG brainstorming podcast in which we take suggestions from the audience for a premise and two items and then mishmash them together. And at the end, we hope we have the bones and breaks of a one shot that you could finish. Did you say the bones and the breaks? I really lost it there at the end. Is that a is that like an aphorism that I'm just not familiar with? The bones and the breaks of it? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, it, I'm here for it. I'm all about sounding more. I'm all about sounding more educated in front of my older colleagues. So I'll bust mm-hmm. that one out tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just uh, go in front of Julie and say, "Hey, bones and breaks, am I right?" And then high five yourself and leave. She's gonna tell her dad Richard about that one. That's gonna crack her the fuck up. She knows comedy. She was on Veep. Uh, <gasps> Wait, Ben. We have five premises this week <laughs> and a hundred items. Yeah. Well, of course I know that. Her husband, father, and she are related, yeah, by the bonds of fatherhood and marriage. (laughs) It's a one. Damn right it is. Every mirror in town ceases to show reflections, but rather gives glimpses into a shadowy keep. That comes from Kassoon.com. Thank you, Kassoon.com. Proud patron of the show. Every mirror in town, Ben. But it ain't vampires. It's a shadowy keep. Hmm. Spooky. What? What? Spooky well, wait, 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 wait. You said it's not vampires. Are we ruling out that the Shadow Keep is ruled over by vampires? I would never rule that out, Ben. I'm all about... I'm, I'm in. I'm maybe, in. Maybe that's how they know it's a shadowy keep. Because they look yeah. into the mirror and they're like, oh, there are vampires over there, so it's some topsy-turvy world. What about items, Ben? Well, Spencer, um... How does an 89 treat you? Knight's Black Wind Chimes. Now, we're on a fantasy show, so I should clarify. That is Knight with an N-I-G-H-T and not a K. The Knight's Black Wind Chimes. 25% chance of alerting you when you would be attacked during the night. If one of the 1D6 plus 1 wind chimes are broken in half, a refreshing but also quite cold breeze blows through the area. Well, maybe the shadow keeps... In an eternal night. I need another item, Ben, and I need it fast. Over easy. Uh, two. Oh, boy. Okay. Gotta go all the way to the top of the list, which means I'm gonna forget what the night's wind gems are all about. Okay. Orphan's Top. Oh. Now, Ben, since we're doing a fantasy show, I have to clarify, this is not the top of an orphan, like a shirt. This is actually like a kid's toy. Oh, the... 
Oh, I thought you were going to say the top half of an orphan. It's <laughs> the quest just to find their bottom half. This is not an orphan who's been cleft in twain. It is not the top of an orphan, cropped or otherwise. Uh, this is Inception. Orphan's top cannot be spun if there are any invisible undead nearby. Oh, vampires. Hello. Okay. This all is coming together. <laughs> Shadowy mirror keep. We've got wind chimes that work at night to inform you of enemies and can be broken for a refreshing but cold breathe. Breathe. Mm-hmm. Breeze. Yes. Um, and we have a top that won't spin if there are invisible undead nearby. I'm proud of you, first of all, for remembering all three of those, because I knew from the minute I had to scroll up to the top of the list, I was going to forget the wind chimes. I, 1d6 I mean, plus one. I remember that. This is this is one uh, bizarre episode because I've also <laughs> remembered everything, as you said, which is not normal. You did the intro. You did a Groundhog Day bit, which you swore you'd never do when we first laid out the notes for this show. So you've broken our prenup. I, um, I didn't realize we would ever record on Groundhog Day. What are we? I mean, I know what we're thinking. I don't have to ask. We're thinking that this this uh, mirror seems to be some sort of portal kind of gateway. I'm thinking, uh, if not a scrying gateway, the mirrors are are all being used as sort of scrying spy outlets for the vampires up in the castle. Mm-hmm. I was going to offer that uh, since it is a shadow keep and we have that top, maybe like the vampires can uh, or, you know, whatever in the shadow keep can have some magic that allows them to attack you from the mirror realm. And so if you spin that top, you know, immediately, oh, I got to go look in the mirror. There's vampires about Interesting. Okay. So like you're, you're counting on them being a deadly ambusher, but if they know you're coming, even in the slightest, they're going to get the fuck out of there. They're leaving. Well, I mean, I, maybe they don't leave. Maybe it's just, you've got to fight an invisible vampire, but at least you know, it's there. I got two questions for you. Do you, okay. we, well, I got one question for you with two options. Do we want to do a quest that involves getting into the black keep? Or a quest that involves defending this town from the uh, undead that are coming through the mirrors as a slow trickle invasion. Uh, Spencer, we've done more than enough getting into keeps. We have not done enough mirror realm invasions. Okay. So then this this begs the question, um, how do we develop like a good... Uh, almost town defense type deal? I'm wondering what sort of challenge steps we can go through here like we we'll need someone to exposit that a invasion force is coming maybe mm-hmm. god maybe i don't know maybe the mirror warns the town now a la i magic mirror like hey a la dracula from castlevania season one his face appears in the sky and he's like y'all y'all fucked in one year's time i'm giving you fair warning i i i i do like that that there's like a warning so people don't maybe maybe they got the warning and then now they're living in denial that anything's happening but i like the idea that it's just like you know a couple people wind up dead as these creatures start you know experimenting with coming through in the middle of the night and grabbing people and 
there are children's stories of seeing vampires and stuff. This has just mm-hmm. become vampires. Uh, seeing vampires in the mirror and then, you know, looking behind them and there's no vampire there or something. And then the vampire's gone from the mirror. Uh, okay. Okay. And then maybe so- you, you got to put that together with the warning about how their bad things would happen. And then you can defend it. Now, so maybe I, the um, well, well, I guess maybe it's like uh, maybe there was a warning in the form of everybody saw through the mirrors into that dark realm and shit. So like, it became a a town talk of the town kind of thing. Like not everyone truly did see it, and like not everyone believes that they saw it. And so you've got the town conflicted and and in denial about it, like you said. Ooh, I just had a really good idea. Hit me. Um, so there, you say that the warning came through the mirrors initially, right? Yeah. Maybe there's a limited number of mirrors in this town. Maybe the mirror realm doesn't need the mirrors to get into the town. But like the town probably thought that they did when they got your shit's fucked in a year from the mirror. So they destroyed all the mirrors. Okay. Okay. So, so then <laughs> half the thing for the adventurers is going to be even finding mirrors to use. Figuring out who's got them left. And then mm-hmm. you've got maybe a couple like small. Yeah. Cause then you can introduce a couple local factions or whatever, where you've got like the thieves guild, of course, hawked some of they've got them hidden in a safe house. Uh, you've got, I don't know, some nobleman who, is super vain and absolutely refused to give them up. And so he's got some up in his attic. And so then you've got to go through this preventative thing, right? Where you're like, well, shit, time's coming. And mm. uh, we got to figure out who still has the damn mirror so that we can break those. Like, I kind of like this, that it becomes more about hunting down where the remaining mirrors are. I mean, depending on how you want to do it, if you still wanted to have the invasion, regardless of whether the, uh, you know, party finds all the mirrors or not, which is what I would do. I would have it be like difficulty related based off how many mirrors you end up finding. Maybe there's one that's just like, Ooh, are you thinking one that's like impossible to find? That's I I was thinking one that's impossible to break, but you know what? I actually just thought of, which is much better. Uh, Maybe it doesn't have to be mirrors. Maybe it's just reflections. And there's a nearby pond. Oh, no. And so oh, if, no. if your adventurers don't figure that one out, which why would they? Right. Uh, just they break all these mirrors. And so they're at like best state there. Regardless, still vampires are busting through that pond. Invading. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. So, and and the vampires, we're gonna say like they'll exist in proximity to the um uh, to the mirrors. Like anywhere that there are mirrors, maybe you've got a few of these guys, a few of the lower minions that have already trickled out and they've made residence or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like for example, with the nobleman, he hoarded some mirrors against town regulation or whatever, or he paid off the guards to ignore his. And uh, uh, there's been a death in his family. Like so, uh, maybe his wife got murdered, or maybe. He got murdered or maybe one of their servants got killed. And so you're going to go to that house and by some means of having gotten this top, when you spin that, you're like, ah, there it is. There's a vampire here. There is something going on in this house. There's an invisible undead lurking around here. 
So that becomes part of your means of like sussing out where I think maybe we can do it within like within 30 feet is pretty good for narrowing down rooms and stuff like seems good enough to me for a range. What about these wind chimes? Do we have any idea for those? Uh, what was the... So the ch- the chimes of the night, or the night's black wind chimes, 25% chance of alerting you when you would be attacked during the night. If one of the 1d6 plus one chimes is broken in half, a refreshing but also quite cold breeze blows through the area. Maybe that'll come up, like, while they're trying to figure it out. Because I assume they're not going to one day find all these mirrors. Right. So may, maybe either that's what saves them or they can find these and give them to someone, you know, give them to the chi- the little orphan boy who they exchange for the top. And I, I, I'm... Maybe these are in the hands of the quest giver. Like, this is how they tip the party off. And they're like, Ooh, you know... yeah. You know, I, I, I've received an omen... Uh, you know, it's just been superstition that the attack would actually happen, but the chimes, the chimes, the irrefutable magic of the night's black wind chimes has warned me that it is going to happen. Uh, and so she's like, you know, in exchange, I will pay you up front by saying, here, take this. This is your first half of the payment. You take the chimes. Uh, the rest of it comes when you can help save our town. And then maybe when you clear out one of the areas, like, I don't know, the nobleman's house or whatever, or the thieves' uh, warehouse, you can find the top to help you with the second location. And then uh, going from there, I would think it would go in order of you would do the nobleman first. Like the quest giver would give you the tip that someone just died at the nobleman's house. From there, you can expand on, ah, yes, this guy's hoarding mirrors. That's a pretty easy in and out encounter in like 30 minutes, I think, at most. And then the the... Thieves Warehouse, that one's not necessarily going to be occupied by people. You're not going to have any kind of, like, town gossip to get you in there. So that's where you need mm-hmm. the top to figure out where in the warehouse these undead are lurking. Okay, and then yeah, once you've yeah, broken yeah, yeah. two of the mirrors or whatever, your last your last hurdle is the pond. Ooh, actually, I just thought of a good... <laughs> uh, what, what you got? Maybe the uh, thief that does the inventory, maybe he got offed by the vampires. Ooh. So you, you you get all the way down into the thieves guild. And you're like, we know you have these mirrors, and they're like, we did steal mirrors, but bad news, Jeremy, <laughs> <laughs> who knows where everything is in the warehouse, he just turned up with no blood. So you're gonna have to find those mirrors yourself. <laughs> and also, if also, you ta- give us all your gold. <laughs> Uh, so the inevitable fight with the vampires, how do we want that to work? So I think it's like you had mentioned earlier, it gets harder if the party doesn't manage to solve one of, uh, you know, either of the two other mirrors that are being held in town. Like those Mm. will be reinforcement waves, let's say, if you didn't deal with the the main, if you didn't deal with those two side threats. And I I think just for, uh, mechanics sake... Once the invasion starts, those mirrors are magically, or including the pond, I guess, all of them, anything with a reflection is uh, enchanted to not be breakable anymore. Okay. And once we've got the actual, I I don't have necessarily any strong ideas for the creature itself. Um, I was thinking rather than fight a billion small vampires, maybe go for one really big vamp stat block. I don't know, do something... Maybe do something you, like that. Maybe you 
do like a couple small ones and then because you got to tie it all back to the mirrors uh the very last one you fight is a mirror version of that noble Ooh, ooh, love that do like your dark link or whatever yeah Mm -hmm. or the quest giver just someone just a character that quest giver or noble or whatever you're gonna say you would then have to fight quest giver bad quest giver but bad mirror quest giver bad dark quest giver bad (laughs) (laughs) that could be fun though make some kind of evil dark link version of your players or something that can maybe come out of there because maybe the black castle that this comes from is like populated by these dark Mm -hmm. realm versions of people i like that i like that um anything else we need besides a title i can't think of anything this is a what do we good call it? one. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, if we were a show that did more mechanics, stat blocks, uh, <laughs> and and trap mechanisms and whatnot, uh, we uh, this would I would play this. Yeah, I mean, this is a good uh, bones and breaks. If I've ever <laughs> the, we got all the bones and all the, <laughs> the breaks, breaks on this one. Uh, mirror, mirror on oh f- uh, shit, mirror, I, mirror, dungeon crawl. <laughs> that's all. good. Mine was one mere problem, but mirror is spelled M-E-R-E. Um, and then it's a pun. <laughs> uh-huh, because when you say it out, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. That, one, that one's pretty good. One mere problem. Mm. Uh, also, you could do mirror, mirror, sh- shadow keep. Um, <laughs> the problem with mirror, mirror, dungeon crawl is there's no dungeon it's crawl. It's not a dungeon. Yeah, you know, you're very correct. Through the looking glass, but there's not a classic mm. Osak pun to that. Mirror, mirror, don't forget the pond. Now we could just redo the episode and make it a dungeon crawl, and then that one I works. think that's what we have to do, <laughs> right? Because that one's pretty good. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Mirror, mirror, shadows fall. I like it. I like it. We'll do that. Thank you, everybody. For listening to One Shot, One Quill, uh, we want to thank everybody that has rated and reviewed us already on iTunes, Spotify, um, wherever uh, Ashley Madison, wherever else you can do it. Um, eBay, if you bought a thumbstick of our podcast, thank you, whoever that was. I appreciate your money and I will not be refunding it. Uh, ben would like to thank the composer of our theme song posthumously. Yeah, Morgan the Bard, who is dead, but he did, before he died, uh, write a song called Alataverdo Goulier and he put it on an album called Lost in Time. And you can find that album and that song on google and from what i understand it was it was almost immediately afterwards that the train hit um it was <laughs> nobody saw it coming and he nobody said, saw it coming he said by jove i've got to run this down to the copyright office so no one tries to use it in a podcast and uh, he, but was... he <laughs> didn't make it uh, nope nope sure didn't sure didn't because my you... trains always run on time if you would uh like to send us suggestions like the ones we used here uh, and you're not Andy who just, I think, texts them to Spencer. Maybe throws it's a telegraph. Them to him. It's a telegraph he's got. Yeah. <laughs> throws it to him on paper airplanes. We have one of the only telegraphs still running. Wow. Yeah. Uh, then you can do so on Twitter uh, at DNDPod. That is DNDPOD. You can DM us or tag us. We can see it either way. Uh, that's it for me, Spencer. Uh, I'm just hoping this is finally the last loop because 
How many times have you recorded the episode? Or was this just the one where you realized no, that? No, th this is the one where I realized that I needed to. That's fair. I've, I would dread tomorrow if you have to do this one over again, because that mirror discussion, if you tell me mirror, mirror, shadow fall, uh, I'm probably still going to want to spitball it for five minutes. Yeah. Um, what about mirror, mirror, close call? So did you think that us forgetting to record <laughs> the podcast was like the grand moral lesson you didn't learn and that's why you're in the time loop? Um. Uh, yeah, I think I think it couldn't be anything else, to, right? To me, I think it was probably the fact that we've missed like uh, hitting Tuesday three times in a row now. And so I've been cursed by some sort of God uh, to be put into some sort of Sisyphusian torture where if I don't record the podcast and I keep having to redo the day over and over again. And guess what, Spencer? Are you Sisyphusian right? It's over. It's over.